Do y'all know who, uh, I don't know, should we bleep out his name? Do y'all know who, just, uh, just, you, self, okay, you are capable of not saying somebody's oh. full name. Okay. Um, <laughs> his name is, uh, last name ends with. Dude, we don't need, <laughs> oh my God. Holy shit. <laughs> don't, why, why did you still do that? I, I think it's more fun when he says it and then Vic does the dude. <laughs> yeah. The, like is. the little beep. It's, it's really funny. Okay. I agree. I Lisa agree. S. But also, like he started the L. story. Simpson. He started it out by saying, "By saying, should I say this person's entire name? I guess not." So anyway, <laughs> full name inserted here. Uh, address, blah blah blah. I don't know where he lives. Um, but, but you would you would say it if you did. That's for sure. Oh uh, no. So it's so, his shirt. Either way. Okay. So no, this is my shirt. Um, okay. Because. <laughs> What happened is that outside of a show one time at the soapbox, RIP, um, he, this person had gotten so, I guess, drunk and obliterated and like that. We we're all hanging outside and the soapbox was closed upstairs, but he had forgotten his shirt. So dude's just standing outside without a shirt, like, oh man, like I can't go home like this. Like I'm going to, I'm going to get in trouble. Blah, blah. And I was like, I was wearing a shirt and a hoodie and I was like, all right, look, I see you at enough shows. <laughs> You know, I think I've been to your place to hang out. So I literally like, just took my shirt off and gave it to him. I was like, Look. You, "Whoa, you gave someone the shirt off of your back?" Literally, yeah. Wow, Ryan, you've got the biggest heart in the world. You're the, you're the best. Yeah, get yeah, that checked yeah, out. Yeah, it got it got Damn, crushed. Yeah, you next, need to go to the doctor. Yeah, yeah it got uh, big, crushed man. the next time that I went by to pick up his roommate to go to a show. Who got I crushed? Was, I did. All right. Um, why? When I went to go pick up his roommate uh, about maybe a few days later, we were going to go to a show, and I see this person kind of jogging back to their apartment wearing my shirt with all this shit cut off. Oh. I, and I was just like, what the fuck? And I remember, um, Vic, you could probably bleep out his name. Um, oh, you, Ryan. Okay, okay, fine, fine, fine. All right, whatever. Um, anyway, starting. Text it to us or something. No, we so just don't go, need to I go. go to pick, so I go to pick up. I go to pick up his roommate. We're gonna go to a show in Chapel Hill, and he was like, "Hey, what's up?" And I was like, "Your roommate just was jogging back to your apartment with my shirt, and he cut this shit the fuck up." <laughs> and he was like, "Oh, um, you want me to go get the shirt back?" And I was like, <laughs> "Sure." Um, and he was like, "Yeah." He's like, "I don't think he knows what this band is anyway." And that, like, like, that, I was like, that's not the point. Like, well, it's not like, the point at all. What a bizarre thing to do. Yeah. The, the, so did did you ever get an explanation from him, an apology? No. Um, yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, I just assume he maybe he woke up and was like, damn, I don't remember wearing this shirt to the show, but okay. When did I buy this band? Who is this was band? He, was oh, he well. drunk? Was he drunk yeah, when he, he gave oh, the shirt? Probably yeah. blackout drunk and thought he bought okay. the shirt at the show or something and was like, okay, yeah. Fuck oh it. yeah. Then I'm on his side. <laughs> I don't know. I, I I find it hard to believe. Like I've been blackout drunk before, but if I just woke up with a shirt that was clearly not a brand new, like you know, it hadn't been. You know that feeling of like of a T-shirt that you get from a merch box, how it like you can tell it hasn't been washed before. It's still like super super fresh. Like if I woke yeah. up with a shirt that had clearly been worn, that maybe wasn't even my size, my first inclination would not to be let me get the scissors out. Yeah. We know some strange people. We do. We do. Well, anyway, <laughs> well, that's because you look... you're a sleevey. 
You look tough as shit today. Sleazy. Right? You're, you're a sleazy. You keep your sleeves on all your shirts. No, I do oh. not. Absolutely do not. I, yeah, I, well, if it's, well, it's, it's not just my the first thing, cut if, off, if, the if, if you say something, too. if you say something like my first inclination would not be to cut the sleeves off, then you're a sleazy. That's if so you're not true. a sleazy, you wake up in a shirt with sleeves and you're like, these bitches got to go. <laughs> Are you a sleazy? I I am I'm, I'm a bit of a sleevey. I have you're, I mean the shirt the, the shirts the shirt I'm, you're wearing. Ryan's the only one wearing uh cut yeah. off sleeves right now. I'm definitely Ryan, a yeah, sleevey now. Might not be a sleevey. Sleevey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm hearing all this sleevey. in like George Costanza and like Jerry Seinfeld's voices like you're that, a sleevey. This this absolutely is a Seinfeld conversation. Got to show 100%. off my guns, Jerry. Ah. <laughs> Um, Who is an adult man doesn't wear sleeves on their shirts? <laughs> you gotta wear sleeves. Um, okay, well that was uh, that was it. That was a good story that I did not expect there to literally be a whole like uh, drama filled uh, anecdote behind the sleeves yeah. of that T-shirt. Would you really call that drama though? I would really more like call it just like that, like. Annoyance? No, I'm being gracious when I say oh. that. Like there was no drama okay. involved. I was trying to be a good teammate. Oh, well, appreciate yeah. that. <laughs> Dan, uh, <laughs> I know you got a you got a hard out. <laughs> it's yeah, always, yeah, dude. It just always sounds funny. Um, what do you got for topics this week? So I would like to talk about a tale of two listeners here. So. I know a lot of people can't necessarily tell us apart from our voices. And mm-hmm. to be honest with you, I'm not 100% convinced that Josh still can tell me and Vic apart. I can't. Yeah, see? See, he thinks it's I'm Vic right now. so weird to me because I do not think you guys sound anything alike. No, we don't. Uh, we don't. Well, yeah. Well, no, it's kind of like a Bert and Ernie thing. Can you remember who did... What when it comes to Bert and Ernie? Like I get their tails yeah. kind of mixed up, you know. One's grumpy and one's like uh, just perpetually optimistic. Well, like when you know twins and someone tells you something about the twins, and you're like, okay, so if I remember this about this one twin and this about the other twin, then I'm good. But then you get it mixed up, and then it's like it's like solving algebra equations, and you're like, you're like, I think I know. As long as I remember this, I got this. But then you mess up the formula. So I feel like there's these little devices that I do to like keep like, okay, so uh, Dan is with this person and Vic is with this person. And then the other night, um, Lisa posted in the thing. And then I was like, wait, that's whose partner? And then Josh, I felt like you I can't, got it. You're not this fucking stupid, though. <laughs> like, you, these are two completely like, they're, they're like, <laughs> Other than them being friends and liking metal, that, I mean that's that's pretty much it. Pretty that's close. that's where the similarities start. They don't look like each other. They don't they sound both like have each long other. Hair. That's an unfair they both stereotype. They that like they both have partners. So do you, you have you have a beard <laughs> and long hair? Do you get yourself confused with? Yeah, Vic and sometimes Dan? I'm like yeah, I look Vic. in the mirror and I'm like, hey Dan, what the fuck are you doing in my house? <laughs> <laughs> like, quite a drive. <laughs> 
<laughs> Did you really drive this far to beat my ass? <laughs> I'll never get you mixed up again. That's that's what I'm doing today. I'm driving to Charlotte to beat your ass. <laughs> if you say if you say instead of Candyman, if you say Vic and Dan three times in the mirror, they appear <laughs> and kill you. And start podcasting with you. Well, other than that story I just gave up, uh, what made you think that I don't know the two of you apart? Well, see, the thing is, you, you called me out on it. It was just kind of a joke. So now I got nothing. <laughs> it, it, it was just a bit. And now, this now was you earlier. wanted to, well, okay. now you wanted you to dissect this out. it. <laughs> no, 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 no. It, to be fair, to, to Josh's credit, you said this is a tale of two listeners. And so well, I thought yeah, there was going gotta, to be like a, a story. You have to let the tale unfold. You don't want to rush through it. You got to take your time. Okay, so the other listener is, so th this was a while ago. This was back before Christmas. I was at the park in my neighborhood with my daughter. Lisa is your and, partner. Yeah. <laughs> Josh yes. is taking no, notes. No, no, we're we're going to pause a second. We're going to pause a second. Okay, you keep any, going. Are there any more questions? Um, Who am I? <laughs> let me... Man, okay, this is getting right, deep. Right. This is getting real. You're Dan deep. Todd. Uh, Don't you went use last to, names, Josh. You, we, uh, I just I just yelled at Ryan for that. <laughs> you Vic, went to uh, New Hanover the High School. There, right? You went to New Hanover High School. No. Damn it. Yes, you did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did. <laughs> okay. All right, I was anyway, like, Damn, I got you know, this. no more questions. No more questions. If you don't know who I am, that's on you at this point. But anyway, I was at the park with my daughter and. This other guy was there with his daughter. kids, and he comes up to me and he says, "You're on Jort Center, aren't you?" Oh, and it so. was fucking weird. It was really bizarre to get recognized in public for this. So recognized. I'm just kind of like, "What the fuck?" Were you like, and "Oh, how do you know that?" He's like, "I'm uh, Will's coworker." Yeah. that recognized me and it was awesome like so you know you can tell us apart. You know who we are. You listen like you recognize us. So shout out to Patrick Piner. For uh. for being a good listener <laughs> and and recognizing us, and it wasn't us it wasn't Patrick. You did you just did the same no, no, thing. Wait, 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 okay. Shout out to Aaron Haynes for, for <laughs> no, no, it wasn't. <laughs> okay, shout, for for good. real now for realsies. Third time's a charm. Shout out to Aaron Piner. Yeah, it was a joke. It was a joke. I know who the fuck you are. But yeah, no, it was uh -huh. cool. He recognized us. Um, our our kids were playing together at the park. It was cool. Yeah, and to be fair, like the the way you told that was like, oh my god, that's Dan from Jort Center. I got to go say something. <laughs> like Aaron has known you and seen Beer Mailers play for years. <laughs> but I, no, it, you I guys it, are you guys are absolutely killing my bit here with. I know, but it's, it, is, it's, it, it is it's it is makes funny. it even it better for me. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. <laughs> Uh, how's everybody's weekend going? Uh, pretty okay. Uh, yeah. Ryan, I got a question for you. What do you do whenever you turn the camera off? You don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> You're the only one out of all five of us that ever regularly turns their camera off. And I'm just curious. I'm not, not upset about it or anything. I was just like... What what what's going on when you do? I that? like to imagine he does like the dishes or something. He like mutes the <laughs> microphone and just like he can hear Washes us. Washes a plate. Yeah, he's just he like run, doing house. He rushes back to his laptop whenever we go to him for topics. <laughs> but there, other than that, there's a podcast that I listen to where the guy will play video games while doing uh, the podcast. But so I'm like, <laughs> like 
I, I mean, I don't want to give him too much credit, but I'm like, I don't think I can split my brain that way. It's either I'm no. there or I'm here. Like, yeah, I, I could not. I, I wouldn't not be do able that. to do that. If I even have to, if I have to look up anything for like whatever subject matter we're talking about, like if I just want a point of reference, I don't know what was just said. The you know past yeah. thirty seconds, I could never. I just nervously laugh. Like, <laughs> seriously, seriously. Um, Josh, um, what do you got for topics this week? Well, I, had, I had an answer there. <laughs> you had an answer? I had yeah, an answer, he, yeah. He, he, you asked for him a what? question? I'll pick you it back up. Well. Oh, you, you answered with, you don't want to know. I didn't think you were actually going to give us a, an answer. Oh. All right, I'll pick it back up. or Just pick it back up right here. You're really not going to know. Well, <sighs> this is good. This is this is the yeah. worst start we've ever had. To I usually episode. check my phone. That's usually what I'm doing. I'm checking Why do my you th- phone. So do you think we're going to like see your texts? Through uh, the zoom screen? Like, why do you? I'm just curious why you cut the the camera off. Uh, occasionally I am checking my phone or I'm going do you, to the bathroom. All right, do you get nude when you check your phone? Uh, like you have to any, take your pants anymore. off. Okay. <laughs> that record, uh, take your pant and pants and jacket off, whatever that Link 182 <laughs> record was. Like, I saw that shit. I'm like, I think this speaks to me. Take your pants and jacket off. But <laughs> blank 182. <laughs> you butchered the name of that. Just take off your pants and jacket. Yeah, because uh, it's like a Phil joke. Collins album. Yep. Yeah, no pants and jackets required. Um, I got a funny story I wanted to, to tell y'all, um, or just like a, a funny anecdote. So recently, uh, um, one of our buddies, Brandon Owens, who was on the, uh, the porn ultimatum episode and told us about, uh, <laughs> uh, getting blackmailed by the porn store. Um, his dad passed away recently and, uh, <laughs> you said funny story one specific memory <laughs> about his dad that always comes to mind. And it's one of mine and Brandon's uh, favorite memories. He was giving us a ride one time to like this school event. And uh, I think it was like pour some sugar on me came on the, the radio. And uh, I didn't know who Def Leppard was at the time. And, I don't know how it, I guess his dad just brought it up, but he goes, uh, yeah, the drummer for this band only has one arm. And I was like, damn, that's wild. And like, I sat there for a couple seconds and I was like, and this was like a genuine response for me. I was like, how does he hold the drumsticks with his feet? And his dad, (laughs) his dad, like, I remember this perplexing look come across his dad's face and he took a second and like a, a, we like got to a stoplight and he turns around and he looks at me confused he goes boy do you think he plays with his butthole sprawled out and and like that that response from him like me and brandon just burst out laughing because then it hit me all at once like how stupid i was and like like instead of me realizing he just played drums with one one hand uh i thought he played it well, with he, his feet you know, you know? he does Death play with his feet yeah i thought he You're held not... the sticks with his feet oh, right on. yeah that, okay yeah I, I i understand how drums actually work i'm saying my well, dumb drums ass are special you know it is um, not a normal everyone's drum. drums are special if you play it <laughs> yeah exactly exactly 
What has our extra special? Josh, what do you got for topics this week? Uh, I went curling yesterday. Okay. Man, I wanted uh, to go curling Vic, what do you got so for long? topics this week? <laughs> <laughs> I want to talk about curling. Um, it looks like lots of fun, and I've always wanted to do it. Hey, Josh, uh, do you have any experience with it? Yeah, I actually went yesterday. Um, so, so you went to the hairdresser and got a perm? <laughs> yeah, I okay. got you just curlers. went to the gym and got super buff. <laughs> there, uh, so there is a curling. I don't know, gym. I don't know, club. Uh, a club, I guess, would probably be closer. <laughs> this to This is thing. okay. I feel like this <laughs> is going to be the next. Like, I'm opening a bar with axe throwing. Oh yeah. Is it? Uh, I'm saying so. I hope that's cooler than axe throwing. Yeah, it's did you, way did fucking you go cooler to the, than axe throwing. Did you go to the Charlotte Curling Club? The Triple C? Yeah. yeah. The CCC? <laughs> Are you a member? That's not good. Was it the North Charlotte one or the South Charlotte one? Uh, I mean, South Char- the South Charlotte North. one. Josh can't afford the South Charlotte one. Let's, <laughs> there, let's, yeah. well, well, maybe he, I've maybe got like a free pass for a one-day thing, you know? Uh, there is actually, so I guess it's actually, uh, interesting thing. Um, there aren't many curling gyms. I guess that's not crazy surprising, Um, but, uh, I I would, I would venture to guess that it might be one of only two in North Carolina. There's not another one in North Carolina. Okay. Well, there might be places, there might be places where they do curling on like a hockey rink, but a specific curling center that's like a pretty specific thing. You um, need you need a large populace in your area in order to maintain and profit off of a curling center. I feel well. Like. They said that they have like three hundred members, and it's a not for profit place. Um, so I guess just paying the bills and whatnot. Yeah, yeah uh, overhead. And they were the only, or they were the curling center that was the most south. And, but there's one being built in Atlanta right now, okay. so I guess that's gonna mess things up. But people like drive like three hours to go there, you know. Every it week. sounds like a good investment opportunity to like open up a curling gym. I mean, it's it's like you know there's gonna be a market, obviously, and but maybe do you, do you though? <laughs> you know what? You never know. Um, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I would be pleasantly surprised, but I would not presume. Man, it, to, it's like to, he said. It's going to take off with the hipsters and shit. Like, it's yeah, gonna, if, if it does, stylish, yeah, you know? it's going to be the like. It's going to be the cupcake store, yeah. then the uh, then the cronut store, then the uh, axe throwing bar, <laughs> then the kombucha brewery, then the curling center. Well, I'll tell you. At least from my experience there. We were the youngest people there, and we're not <laughs> <laughs> that young. So uh, it well, has the same not could be said on. about a bowling alley too. You know, that it was sometimes. it was more bowling alley aged. Bowling uh, alleys are bowling like alley. still pop off with the younger crowd. Like, yeah, that's have, have, have you been to a bowling alley lately? Yeah, but I mean, sometimes there's just a bunch of older people there. You know? Yeah, sometimes, but like at night. <laughs> I, get, like I guess I'm bowling, not there during the hip times. Right? That's what I'm saying, man. Like <laughs> bowling alleys still whip. Uh, uh, like at nine nine o'clock on a Friday or Saturday night. But they you sound do. like a dad trying to convince his kids that he's cool. <laughs> I'm not. I mean, unless hey, you yeah, are my children. Bowling alleys are pretty hip with the young folks still. If, you know? if you are, if you guys are considered uh, to be my children, then yes, I am trying to do <laughs> that. Right money now. in them computers. <laughs> Whatever, dad. Yeah. Well, it was a lot of fun. Fine. Um, fine. Stay home was, and help paint. Uh, you. 
<laughs> you just kind of push a thing down the ice. It's very hard. It's very hard to launch it. Um, and it's kind of like shuffleboard, sort of. Did, did you, you do it, it against another team? Yeah, but it was it was like mainly a class. Um, they okay. they teach classes and they're about they're like I think they close in May and they're closed till September. Um, and then they're Is just this like outdoor. Uh, no, it's indoors. But I mean, I guess they. I think like someone donated the building or something. Um, okay. okay. And they just kind of it's. I don't know the reason why they're closed. I assume maybe it just gets too hot to maintain the ice throughout the year when it's the hottest. So they just kind of like close during that time. Or, or the ice closes, they keep it open as a social club. Does so, the ice closes or the ice melts? Uh, the ice. I guess they just allow the ice to melt. I mean, I went there Wait, one okay. day. Okay, I, so don't, this I didn't is, ask this all is, these questions. This is indoor, right? Yeah. Okay, and so. Uh, yeah, that would make sense. And you said it's it's closed when? What time of the year? Like during the hottest parts of the year, it's closed. May through September. Okay, so that would yeah, that would make sense. The the amount of energy it would take to uh, keep that cool down. Yeah, and, and is energy it, is, is it never like a, neither created nor destroyed too. So, <laughs> is it is it a rink or is it just like like a like lanes like a like bowling alley? alley. Yeah. yeah, like like um, alleys of ice. Well, it's it really when you're like visually looking at it, it's more like a rink, but you would I mean, it's not round, so it's like a square kind of. Uh, it's almost like a s- indoor soccer field the way it's kind of like set up. But yeah, okay. there's different lanes. Um, you could theoretically, I guess, ice skate around, but the ice isn't really the same for that. It's thinner mm-hmm. um, oh. and it's more rough. But uh, yeah, they, they surface it different and whatnot. But uh, none of well, us. Do you wear so, special shoes? Uh, like, <laughs> I was just thinking about that Mr. Shove special shoes thing. Um, so, yeah. Uh, no. Yes. Okay. So, basically what you do is um, they you have these little slipper things that you – rubber slipper things that you put over your shoes. And uh, But there are even like – if you're really into it, you can buy like specific shoes for curling. Pacific so on, shoes? Cool. So on one shoe, it Ocean has kind of that. Yeah, it has kind of that 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 rubber thing I'm talking about. It just kind of has it built onto the right foot, or uh, mainly the right foot, because people are uh, right-handed most of the time. And then, oh, so you need like one slippery foot and one like anchor yeah, foot because what they do when you're because of doing, the form, you need uh, a yeah, chicken right? foot. Yeah, chicken foot. Um, so basically, when you, you push off with your right foot, and then your left foot kind of has to... It ha- they give you this little Teflon pad thing that looks like like a insole, and that allows it to slide. I mean, you still... Ah. If you're not good at it, you still kind of fuck it up. But, um, <laughs> you know, like... So I did that, like, the whole time. And... Uh, but on the but shoes... Yeah, I, I really was bad at it. Because um, like you, the the form, people, the pros that know what they're doing, they like they end up on one knee, don't they? Like when um, they release you're kinda, the, the, you're right above, like you're you're almost like you're on a knee, but you're okay. hovering. So you got to have like good quad strength and good core strength. Um, other than that, who who got to sweep? Uh, we you, all did. Did you we make Sarah all do that because sweep. she's the wife? <laughs> um, she was probably better at the launching than I was. I mean. That the makes sense. She's stronger than you. The sweeping does have like a. I mean, all of it does have like a lot of technique to it, but it I mean, all I seems hard as fuck. It. It's to really me. hard, um, and like I'm, my quads are sore today. 
It Man. seems very unnatural. Like the the type of motions that are required yeah. don't seem like they're they're any kind of innate. Uh, no, there's nothing like, like it. There's no way to like if I'm good at this. <laughs> wow, then Josh I was be. blown away by his experience <laughs> yesterday. God, jo- Josh is jo- this curling's gonna, he's going to become obsessed. Like, well, y'all you know, are really you know, into dudes, it, but you know Ryan how, turned off his camera, so I, I know. Don't think I know. He's, Ryan, Ryan just tunes the fuck bo- out. Uh, I'm looking constantly. up how to cheat at curling. Why do you turn your camera off to look it up? I don't understand we're not going to get your passcode for your phone <laughs> he doesn't want but, to see that he doesn't want us to see that he's looking through his encyclopedia britannica to look it up. Yeah, yes. <laughs> i think he's just eating macaroni for breakfast and doesn't want us to see that's fine um okay so yeah it was a lot of fun um the yeah so the shoe that you have on the left foot you have to you take off the rubber thing and then it has like a slick thing on it and so you can like slide but you're not really launching it you're kind of using your body to push off and then you almost let go of the uh i don't know curling pot thing i don't know what it's called it's like curling stone the stone yeah it looks it's like funny a big how teapot. you did this and the, like nobody it, talked yeah. to you about it <laughs> I, I, feel like, I feel like you we know more class. about it than you do <laughs> i barely know the difference between vic and dan how the fuck am i gonna <laughs> figure out what these things are called uh but they're like 40 pound stones and the stones cost like a thousand dollars to buy so people like did you break one well they tell you not to lift it up um and there were times where i tried to lift it up because i was like because you just wanted to feel how heavy it was well you want to like whenever you're done with it if you have to you think to bring your ball back you know but so i stone say i know i know but i'm just saying like your like your inclination is to like pick up your your little thing and bring it back to to start again you know but you know you just got to slide it you know um you that, know, i mean like, that seems a lot when to, like, went, more convenient oh, yeah when <laughs> i played ball with my friends back in the day like you know you'd get your basketball and then you'd go push will down so he breaks both his arms <laughs> <laughs> that that's a real story i broke both of my wrists in eighth grade playing basketball Yikes. yeah um, and we were so. like how's he gonna open christmas presents <laughs> <laughs> Uh, With Josh, his like, hole spread wide open. <laughs> <laughs> Josh, were you the were you the kid that like when somebody when a soccer ball like uh, rolled over to you, you picked it up and ran it back over to the person that was playing soccer instead? No, of just I try and it kick back? it back so they know how good of a kicker I was. Uh, I don't. But okay, so then why wouldn't you, why would you just want to? Uh, pick up the stone instead of just like pushing it back. Well, that's different than what you're saying. That's happening. Like you're 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 painting a scenario, you son of a bitch, where <laughs> where like I wasn't playing soccer, but in mm-hmm. this situation, I was in your story playing soccer. So I would go bring it back no, to no, where no. I you, needed to. No, not in my story. You weren't like you're just like mowing your lawn or something, and some kids. But kick I was a clearly ball, and you pick up the soccer curling. ball and you walk it over and hand it to them. A, a thing that's meant to be kicked. So yeah, if you if you have back. a if you have a stone that's meant to be pushed and glided and you have to push it to the other end, why would you try to pick it up? Well, because you're used to it has a handle on it, and uh-huh. you're kind of used to resetting back to your starting point. You know, like when no, you go retrieve I, I, I the bowling know. I've ball never done this yourself. before. Yeah, <laughs> I I walk down the end of the lane and I'm like, hey, bowling ball. And you 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 get down on your hands and knees and you lift up the little the yeah. little gate thing and you yell for the person the tech back there George to give you to give you your ball back. <laughs> that's that's how Josh give rolls. my ball. 
So okay, uh, so yeah, are you? Is this going to be your like uh, your middle age like obsession? <laughs> like like you know like the guys that uh, buy the uh, cycling outfits that you see with like all the sponsorships and they're just like riding up and down your neighborhood it's gonna like, fucking the, be mine man i'm yeah, fuck yeah. the twelve hundred dollar bicycle and stuff are you gonna get like are you gonna go buy gloves and like the special shoes and pads and stuff for your yeah knees? there's even like a little insert you can put in your hat so you won't get a concussion if you fall and nice. hit your head uh because our instructor guy had that so yeah i think i might get into it like it's not oh, yeah. that far from my house and um you know, I guess I'll, I'll have to think about it from now until September. And if, if the fire's still raging inside of me in September. Well, you, you still have until May to give it one more shot before you take Maybe, but uh, I think I would have to. So it, it's like a members only kind of club. So uh, oh, how they did do you have, get in? Well, you just, uh, they had classes. So he, His jacket. <laughs> so <laughs> I could, I could, if they have another one available, I could take another class. Um, that would probably start getting a little pricey. I, I could use another class. I wasn't like good at it by the end of it. Um, well, all the money that you saved on HBO subscriptions uh, should, I mean, <laughs> it's a non-profit. I can't you imagine can also, you can't afford with it. that exercise, you get rid of your Peloton. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think it's a different kind of exercise, and I think I'd want to like build up my strength on the Peloton. Have, so have your quads hurt as much from doing this yesterday as they have from doing the Peloton? Um, hmm. Which one's a quad? Uh, the Wait, what's what's more bang for your buck there? Um, Peloton, if I actually use it. Okay, so okay, but gotcha, I, gotcha. I sometimes will ride like once a week, but that's on me. Yeah, but I've also started trying to run again. So you should look and see. They might have like a Peloton ride that you know a Disney focus <laughs> that focuses. <laughs> Okay, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> that focuses on your muscles for curling. Uh, yeah, man. I'll see if they have that set to EDM. <laughs> um, Some Rob Zombie oh, curling. Oh, that's a good question. What kind of program? music were they playing? Or oh, was it silent? I'm glad you asked. Uh, they were playing, it seemed like a Journey Spotify radio. So okay. it was playing everything around Journey, so it was pretty sick. Some they should have played that Some Mastodon yellow. song about yeah. curling. What song? They have a Cur- song about curling. Curl of the Burl, the Mastodon song. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So okay, so did you get to do the sweeping part? Yeah. Yeah, I got okay. to do the sweeping and the launching. Or they okay, have so a term for so it. It, d- the sweeping part. Uh, that's really like that person is kind of dictating the direction the thing's going, right? Doesn't that like uh, kind of steer? the stone down the uh, lane yes but i don't think we got into the mechanics of it so essentially we're just kind of st- we're just kind of sweeping in front of it gotcha. i think to our thought it on it was yeah our thought you the idea is you're kind of heating up the ice so that it doesn't stick because i mean well i was about to say ice is sticky um but so you're kind of heating up the ice so it can kind of keep going past it uh gotcha. so as it slows down it would be prone to stick especially since it's like a 40 pound stone. Sure. So you're kind of hopefully allowing it to go. Even yeah. You're further. like an, you're like an analog mini Zamboni. Yeah. You're, you're like trying to smooth the ice out and give it that little mm, tiny I think, microscopic I think the layer. The full size of, Zambonis are analog as well. 
Yeah, uh, but they're gas bone. powered, like versus like you know. True. There's, com- there's got to be a, like central. There's got to be some kind of computer unit to operate that thing. They don't use a zamboni be, on that ice, and I don't know if that's just like a funs thing. They kind of just like shoot another sheet. I mean, zambonis over. are pretty fun. Like, yeah, are they against having? It fun? might be. I mean, it might be like a money thing. You know, okay. I, I oh, assume okay. zambonis okay. are pretty gotcha. expensive. Gotcha. I also imagine, like you said, like uh, the ice that you skate on is a lot thicker, and it probably and they wear they uh, kind of rough. It's rougher on the ice for ice right, skating. Right. Question: uh, Will curling ever have their own spot or kiosk in a mall like Peloton does? <laughs> uh, we'll see. Fingers I mean, crossed. I guess I guess if it's getting if if you're right and it's going to be like the next axe throwing. <laughs> Then I guess we could see different. You know, there could be kiosk. I mean, would it I don't, be the worst thing if curling became like a big sport? I mean, I don't see any oh, downside to it. I'd rather watch curling than MMA. Yeah. <laughs> In the summertime, you can just you can keep those skills up by just playing shuffleboard. You know, or like like I feel like there's similar mechanics. You know, with between the two of them, shuffleboard also seems fun. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah shuffleboard is a lot of fun. There's even um, so essentially, if you're taking the curling class and you don't cut it with the crouching thing, um, there's a little stick they can give you that they put on the end of the uh, the stone, and you kind of you kind of just walk down the ice and you push it at a point by the the line. So it is even closer to shuffleboard when you choose to do it that way. I mean, some of them were the kind of older people were doing that. Rolling yeah. curling stones. Yeah. It's uh and then like it's like well they were, it was interesting while we were pushing the stones down the thing and all the stones that collected to the kinda in the house is what they call it. Mm-hmm. Uh then a, then a bush song was playing from sixteen stone and I was like, Well, this is like so much bush. synchronicity. <laughs> I'm in the matrix right now, yeah, man. That's crazy. <laughs> No, they're, but they're on the Journey radio station. What's the matter? Yeah, yeah, Bush. That's see, you saw the whole of my stupid fucking joke. <laughs> was that they would never play Bush on the? They would play Lou Graham. They would play uh, uh, Tommy Two Tone. Uh, they Two-tone. would play uh, Rick Springfield, maybe, but they wouldn't play Bush. You know. Hey, yeah. Who who does the who does the eight six seven five three zero nine song? Uh, no, it was a, a curling was a lot of fun. Um, it was went with Sarah, my wife, and uh, that's all I got for that. Talk. Excellent, excellent. Um, was there a guy at the curling center that was like kind of like a show off? Like he, there, you could tell, <laughs> you, you know, the guy at the bowling alley that like he's got his own ball, he's got the glove, he's, the Bill he Murray does, guy, the he, not yeah. I guess the Bill Murray guy, but not even like the, you know, maybe there's like a young hot shot, uh, not even, not even like an over the hill kind of guy, but just, just a dude that was just like, you know, a badass. Uh, yeah, a badass at it. No, um, not really. There was one guy that, that seemed like clearly in charge. Um, so, you know, 
Is that who you gave your money to? Like you just you're not sure if he actually worked there. You just, just like, be like this this alpha male gives off energy that I'm going to defer to him on all things curling. And you just you just walked up to him with money in your hand, and you you don't know if you did it legally or not. Yesterday, you could yeah. have been trespassing the entire time. He was. I mean, he was just like the one willing to be like, "Hey, everybody, calm down. I got to tell you some of the rules." You know, that kind of calm guy. down. Yeah. Was there a ruckus? Yeah. Did a ruckus? proceed uh these events well one thing that's funny is like this class was nine to eleven and so when we get there at nine eight right before nine (laughs) a.m um he the the bar is already open and there's a bar there's a bar there yeah, Josh, that's like you were, a, what the fuck, man? Why do I Why care do you, about a bar? Oh, I don't fucking yeah. drink. Doing shots and doing curling. It's still be, be relevant. And curling, bro. It's, it's I mean, still <laughs> relevant to the atmosphere. That's of, a big of part of the thing. The, and it's like the social club aspect. So this is, like is a, big, a bar. I am right about the axe throwing thing. So this is just like an Elks Lodge. They just have a, a curling. Yeah, it's probably close yeah. to an Elks Lodge. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of bingo, they just curl. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think like an axe throwing thing. It's just like the vibes different because I feel like there's probably like people with a lot more to prove. I don't know if people that go curling and have a lot more to prove. I think they're at a point where like if I don't do something, I'm going to, you know, destroy my family or something. You know, <laughs> you know, like it, there were some people that were instructors that were like they seemed like they just really needed to get out of the house. Not even on like a negative thing. They just needed some sort of social element in their life that wasn't their job or their family. So Man, there that was a lot, of, a lot of a lot of vibes. There was uh, that vibe going on because like okay. the one there was there was a lot of the instructor teams because usually it'd be like uh, the one person kind of telling you how to do it and then the other person at the end kind of telling you where to shoot the stone you know but then again it's like i don't know how to control it so it's just like okay thanks you know um but there they would be like a husband and wife team there was like four lanes or so and most of them were husband and wife teams and then the guy was saying he joined it after her like a season after her so i guess the next year and he was like you know i just i just needed something that wasn't you know just my family or my job you know and then he like touched her shoulder and she like shook her head yes and i was like there's a lot going on here you know they were super nice people but but i was just like wow you know oh my god that that yeah that's a man uh he's like did he like have a thousand yard stare after well he he also said something that was weird off into the distance he said he said um he said i'm a person that has a lot of addictions and i'm glad that it's curling and i was like whoa bro probably should uh talk to your therapist about that one uh but you know, and he, it was like a, it was is, like a joke. This is such a thought. This you know? is, I I guess, but like this is such a classic example of what we were talking about the other the other day with like Ryan getting cornered by people at you know, like in retail situations or just out in public where you just you ask how somebody's doing and then before you know it, like they are disclosing some deep like truths about their yeah. lives like well well before like I, i'm sorry i didn't catch your name <laughs> like you know like that's the next thing you say to them after they've you know said something with that much gravity to it yeah well okay actually in the retail thing i forgot to tell a story that one time so i was working at lowe's food and some lady came up behind me i was just like checking out somebody just you know ringing all the things like a cashier does and this lady comes up behind the register and then she whispers in my ear i think i was like 18 oh, 17 or 18 hydra. and she <laughs> she activated me and i slapped chris rock um but basically she was like 
just whispers and she's like, where can I find your condoms? <laughs> and then, you know, I'm like, keep in mind, I'm like, I'm probably right at 18. And I'm like, I, I, the memory I remember is I just start ringing the person up and then I'm like, walk with her to the fucking, the show her to point out the condoms, which wasn't that far from where it was, but it was like, I, I thought you were going to say that you- I thought you were gonna say you pulled your wallet out and opened it up to show her the one that you kept on you at all times, hoping yeah. you'd get laid. Yeah. Um, so yeah, those kind of situations people put you in in retail yeah, that that you're like, you're gonna be like, I I yeah. can't find you condoms, but I can give you some CDs. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm supposed to keep working on horny. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I don't know. That's it. I've, I'm taking up too much of this. I got a lot yeah. more topics, but let's move on from me. No, this is good. I'm I'm uh, fascinated by your curling journey, and we expect to be updated on. Yeah, it I as hope you to progress. do it again. I don't know how soon it will be, but maybe you'll get an update in the fall. Okay, let us know. Let us know. Yeah. Uh, who wants to go next? Who's got topics this week? I've got Ryan, a very, got? I've got a very, very weird one that um, it it's only it's only come up within the last day or two, but. I've been paying very close attention because I have nothing better to do to Pokemon Go drama. <laughs> because, I love it already. I love okay. it already. Yes. So, yes. Um, this rules. I so I follow because, again, I have nothing better to do. Um, Pokemon Go YouTubers uh, slash I, I don't want to call them influencers because they just point out I shit that's already in the incels. game. <laughs> I this has been bringing out some pretty bad incels. Oh um, no! But there was a YouTuber who. Okay, so what happened recently? God, this is. I, I can already. I can picture the faces that are all gonna just all say nobody fucking cares. Um, but a YouTuber went on a. I'm gonna say a bit of a rant that uh, during the pandemic, uh, Pokemon Go implemented. Uh, what they call remote rating. So if you couldn't leave your house, but you still wanted to play the game and explore and do things, they're like, well, here's an option we can give you to where now like, you don't have to physically go out, but you, if you want to participate in stuff with, with your friends, we got you. Uh, they're slowly... And also, that, that seems like a, a benefit to, to you know the disabled community. Yeah. Um, you know, like it, it gives them an opportunity to participate as well. Yeah. So a relatively big person in that community uh like six went five? On a, i'm sorry six five <laughs> um <laughs> god damn it um, how, how, hey just how big a boy was he i uh, was a girl oh, oh, uh, oh sorry oh, sorry all right, someone called out. me someone called That's me a John uh, boy and billy reference oh so real quick sorry about curling i'll let you go back to it god i was pushing the stone and episode. then five uh, minutes okay but sarah, sarah said that some lady was like oh that that big burly man's got to push that stone a little harder uh and no one's ever called me a burly man ever <laughs> uh, so i don't know whether to be offended or you know uh, maybe i'll see what she's up to but yeah, keep going, sir. <laughs> okay, thank you. Um, so they've been slowly ch- changing things back to normal, but not getting rid of this option. Like they haven't been saying like, oh, yeah, guess what? Pa- guess the pandemic's over so we can eliminate these choices. I'm like, no, they're still keeping them, but they're slightly tweaking them. Right. And so they uh, 
they reduced like these special events they do, which used to last about six hours to three hours. Because they said, well, you know, we did some research. We found people don't usually participate in this whole thing because it's just too long. Um, and now they made it to where you can only like uh, the best benefits of this are something you can only do in person. And a lot of people were speaking up and saying like, hey, I still don't have the physical capabilities to go out and do a lot of this stuff. And one uh, relatively bigger name in that community uh, essentially more or less said, well, sucks to be you. Uh, they're not thinking of you in this light. They're thinking of other people, and you're just a very small part of this community. And uh, you know, did they say I'm, that in a way of like interpreting the developers' words, or like stop bitching and complaining? Kind of a little bit of both, but more of the latter. Okay. And um, it was, it came across as extremely insensitive, and then it sure. got to the point where um, somebody was saying like, "Oh, well, you know, like I physically can't go out and do this." And so she went after this person in particular and said, oh, well, you know what? Your, phys- your physical health is tied to your mental health. So all you got to do is just, oh, you no. know, yeah. And oh, it was just no. like, oh, God. And uh, this person, she got rightfully torn the fuck apart by people for by wolves. Yeah. <laughs> by Pokemon. Wow. Wolves. Um, <laughs> said Pokemon but, go touch some grass. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, so, so, so um, it gets a little worse. Um, wow, worse. So, if it was a pack of Pokemon that ripped this person apart, what kind of Pokemon would it be? Though, uh, probably a dark type Pokemon, like the most evil ones. Oh, okay, well, give uh, me in the. I mean, I need um, names. I know you know the names. Don't. Uh, don't. Houndour. Okay. Um, Puchiana. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. And, good. Excellent. All right. Keep going. Yes. Thank you. Um, so she basically. Uh, put out an apology video uh-huh. uh, essentially saying like, Oh, I'm sorry. This was like very considerate and considerate of me. The, f- the apology video was phony as fuck. She was like looking down and basically like reading a script and more or less saying that like her moderators were suggesting her like, yeah, you might want to like go out there and like kind of rethink your stance on things. But everyone was like, this is bullshit. Like, you know, this isn't sincere. So she just straight up went and eliminated all of her social media, except for like her Twitter. Like she deleted, she deleted her YouTube channel, deleted her Instagram. What's like the a, Twitter account? Um, I want to look I'll, this up. I'll now. send it. I'll send it to you. Um, but okay. uh, are you? You don't want to add to the pile on? Eh, not really, because I mean, I get I, it. I, get I, it. I, I do think that people were kind of justified in calling her out for a shitty opinion, but sure. there's a lot of people saying like, you know, like, fuck you bitch, blah, 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 blah. And I'm just like, that's not really necessary, man. Yeah. That doesn't, um, that doesn't do anything yeah. for their, their side yeah. of it. Um, but yeah, she more or less, a lot of people saying, well, you took your ball and you went home. Like, you know, you couldn't handle criticism. So you were... <laughs> <laughs> Take your pokeball and go home. That's it. <laughs> that's good. Um, but yeah, so I mean, like, there's been some drama in the community. Then somebody else spoke up and said, "Oh, you would be like nothing without me." But you know, we haven't talked in like a few years, and you like cut off ties with anybody you thought was like below you, and blah blah. blah. And I was like, "Y'all are make this is more interesting than like what's going on in the game right now." Um, and yeah, like the Pokemon Go influencer community is like so so weird. Um, like I was like, and you kind of wonder, I'm like, is this how they make most of their income? And like, what happens when this game inevitably like dies off or like the, and it's already like, it, it reached its peak popularity back in like 2016, 2017. 
Um, and I just keep wondering, I'm like, what is it going to happen when that They'll shit just roll dies? over into another game. They'll just, you know, the, you build up a community, and then if the thing that you built up that community around disappears, then you just start, you know, you turn your focus on, you know, onto something else. Yeah, some of them did go to that Harry Potter game, which uh, lasted for like a minute, which was also made by the same developers. And, um, you know, presumably in that game, you know, I think it's like the same thing. You team with your friends and like tame and catch magical, magical beasts and take to Twitter to post transphobic rants. So <laughs> it's, you know, kind Probably of, built that in. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, okay. So let's say like, was it Evie is one of them. So when yeah. Evie transforms, they, they all like transform into like a higher being, right? Yeah. Like, I don't know what the term is that they use Evolve. for that. Evolve, okay. I don't believe in evolution, but um, so with so with, what is Evie? What is Evie? What does Evie evolve into? Uh, a bunch of stuff. Uh, uh. Evie, Evie, no, Evie, like legitimately, it has like I think like six or seven different variations it can turn into. What's like its top transformation? Um. Probably. I don't think there is a top because they're all like different versions. All different typings. Of like so, evolution yeah. is like a tree. Yeah, it branches man. out. Yeah. Um, yeah. Huh. So like, I'd say it's probably it's like biggest one. EV still exists because we shared an ancestor with them. We didn't evolve from them. <laughs> yes. Okay. I mean, there is a reason it's called EV evolution. Um, <laughs> but it's. Uh, but I think it's like its biggest one is like Jolteon. Well, like I wonder, type. did anyone, did anyone use, uh, let's say it's Jilteon. Did anyone try and like go after this influencer and like, I once thought you were Jilteon and now you're just Evie to me. <laughs> um, not yet. They didn't. <laughs> I love how little we know about Pokemon and yet it comes up so often <laughs> on this fucking show. It's unescapable. It's ridiculous. Enlightened Jort Centrist, this episode of Jort Center is brought to you by Jew Dadooki Man. Mr. Dadooki Man has nobly requested that we use this time to encourage you to donate to your local food bank. Visit feedingamerica.org to make a direct donation or find a food bank near you. That's feedingamerica.org. We'd like to extend our sincerest gratitude to Jew Dadooki Man for using his platform for such a noble cause, and thank you to all of our patrons for making this episode possible. Now on with the show! So the other week I got a phone call and you ever get the phone call from like a wrong number where you answer it and there's like a delay and you can tell there's like somebody on the other end, but then they just say hello back. Yeah. Does that ever happen to you? And you go, hello. There's always like cricket chirping or something. Yeah, they there's like, there's like this weird noise. 
Like when someone doesn't know who they're calling or they realize there's a wrong number, they just repeat back to you what you're saying. It's it's this very strange. I don't know if that's ever happened to you, I but I've, like I've had it happen to me calls. a few times. Well, but th- but this wasn't this like I could hear the person on the other end. Usually, there's like a delay when, like the the op- you know the operator, whoever the you know the scam person is on the other line while the the line's connecting. There's a delay. Anyway, I get a call and. Uh, I, I finally I say, who, hello, who is this? And they're like, is this James? And I was like, yeah, but I, I don't go by James. I don't tell anybody that's my name. Like, you have to that's not my name. Like, know me really well to, to call me James. Um, and I said, uh, yeah, can I help you? And they're like, um, I just found this number. And and so, like, I'm thinking, <laughs> think okay, like... Uh, I, I'm, I'm like, uh, I'm waiting for them to ask me about like getting married because that's the only reason. Again, I don't go by James doing wedding, of, you know, officiating either. And and I'm like, uh, can, well, what can I help you with? You know, or you know, like trying to move the conversation along. They're like, uh, yeah, I just, I just found this number. Um, uh, I'm just giving it a call. And I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> you know, this is, and this sounds like a very young person. And I'm like, you just found this number? I was like, uh, where did, did somebody give it to you? Where did you find it? And they're like, I found it on a piece of paper at Murray Middle School. And I'm like, you, you what? Hello? They proceed to tell me, and, and I'm like, and you just called it? And they're like, yeah. What? They found my name. So then I, I texted this person afterwards. They found my first name, which again, I do not go by, and my phone number on a little square white piece of paper on the floor in the gym to the local middle school. Uh, I do not know how this got there. I don't know why it was there. Did any of your kids go to that middle school? So... Yes, but like none of them call me James. There, there's yeah, no yeah. reason. But it's, for, uh, it's just one tiny link of you know some. It's kind the of only. To follow. Yeah, <laughs> but but like the only uh uh my my youngest boy. You know, of course, Drew is with us now. We have a we have a foster kid and stuff. He still goes there, but like all the emergency contact stuff is for my wife's name, right? Uh, my wife. So so he just ends up calling me and because he found the number and he texted me a picture of it to, to show me that he wasn't making it up. And sure enough, like I, we still haven't been able to figure out how this happened or why, but I just thought it was extremely bizarre. So I'm glad that you said the picture thing. How clearly are the numbers written on the piece of paper? Extremely clearly. Like I'll, I'll send it to you, but can you see that? Yeah, that seems like an adult, I was thinking, it. like, what if there's just some guy named James, but he just had sloppy handwriting, <laughs> and then like if my number is, but it, is so it can't be that either. <laughs> but I just, I when I was on the phone, I was like, you just called it to see like who whose it was, and he was like, yeah, and I was just, it, it just brought me back to like weird shit you did in middle school for no reason. Like right. he just found this number on the ground. I didn't think kids had to up. do that stuff anymore. Like, I, I thought- didn't think so either. It was so strange to me that he just found this random number, did not have any context to it. It's not like it said, uh, you know, a mer- parental contact. It's not like it said wedding officiant on and it. And then, then he anything. had a conversation with you. Like if I was it, in middle school and I found that number, I'd be like, poo, poo, peep. 
creepy and hang up or whatever. Right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. He, he wasn't trying to prank me. He wasn't trying to like, it was, it just got proceed, you know, like it kept getting weirder and weirder. Um, and the kid was, you know, he is very nice uh, about it and stuff. He wasn't trying to, you know, wasn't trying to pull anything, Do but it's Prince just Albert in a can. Yeah. It's still so bizarre. He's that, probably fucking that dead. The number got dropped by, I'm assuming it has to be a, a parent or an adult somewhere. But again, the weirdest part about it is that it doesn't have Will on it. It has James. That's the part that's so bizarre. I don't go by that name. I have never gone by that name. But uh, what somebody know forms, writing it down? I mean, I, do they have some sort of way that they can like look up official documents? Maybe you've signed like your full legal name. I mean, on the deed to my house, uh, you know, like I, nothing that like any school administrators would have. I would put will on everything, basically. Wait, when did you get this call? Uh, a couple weeks ago. Okay, so it wasn't two days ago. Mm, no, no, April Fool's. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, it was not. So, uh, yeah, I. Still, still can't figure it out. It's just been a, a mystery. But also, I just loved the fact that like this kid, just out of sheer boredom, decided to call this number and see whose it was. I don't know if he thought I was another student that went there or or what exactly. But uh, it was it was very strange. It was very bizarre. So that have you, have you talked to him since? You're like, no, what are, what are you doing next <laughs> I'm, week? I'm not going to, I'm not going to keep texting or calling a, a middle schooler. Um, <laughs> that doesn't exactly look good. Maybe the words end. getting go out, cur- that, go curling together. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll see if he wants to go. Curling. Maybe the words getting out that y'all are like taking in kids, you know, are <laughs> <laughs> like when you call, don't ask for Will. If you ask for James, they'll know it's about like, <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, my parents are kind of dicks. Can I come over with you? Yeah. <laughs> we we heard you got an Oculus Rift. Can we? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like nothing's man. really weird at home. They're just well, like listen, mean. If you want to put America's stepdad on your Twitter thing, yeah, you need to expect to... this kind of shit. Like yeah. you, <laughs> you know, you 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 wanted this role, and now you That's have true. to live up to the responsibility. That's true. That's true. And like, I know a lot of people. Uh, uh, like my wife asked me all the time, like, why oh, do you answer right. numbers you don't recognize? And it's because I do the officiating thing. You know, I'm always, uh, I, I kind of have to, and you know, 90% of the time it's, it's some automated spam call, but, uh, it was, just, I was just so perplexed in the moment and it was like pulling teeth, trying to get this kid to like explain to me what exact, cause he didn't know what he was doing. You know what I mean? Like that was the <laughs> other thing I was asking him questions that he genuinely couldn't answer. Um, and then, you know, getting him to tell me he found a piece of paper on the ground I, I in love, the gym i don't know why it's extra weird to me that he actually texted you the picture of it like it's really yeah, nice of him yeah. to do that but i mean like it's bizarre that he i said i said like, uh <laughs> i texted him i was like that was just super funny would you mind sending me a picture of the number trying to figure out how it got there and he replied with bet yeah and then sending me the picture and i said uh appreciate it the weird thing is i don't go by james that's my first name i'm so baffled we're, we're yeah. discounting, we're yeah, discounting the possibility we're discounting the possibility that he is pranking you and he's just really good at it because he's in your head now 
Yeah. You're like, yeah, what that's true. <laughs> Maybe he just like looks up phone numbers on the internet. So and this get, is a your long name, con. Your name's listed as James because it's a full name and like official information. So yeah. he just writes it on a piece of paper and calls you and is like, I, I just found this number at my middle school. And he's called like 15 other Jameses out there. Yeah. And they're all so, like, why is my number in this middle school? It's like, it's like I got day, this guy. It's like the Terminator. <laughs> like, how many Sarah Connors can you look up? One day, one day in the most like random situation possible, like I'm going to be like dining at a restaurant halfway around the world and he's going to take my order and he's going to be like, Hey, you remember that phone call you got one time from the middle schooler? That was me. April I mean, Fools. He, he's yeah. going to be drinking a fruit at Brinky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, Vic, what do you got for topics this week? Uh, so I guess I have a topic that's uh, maybe kind of similar to Ryan's in that it has to do with partially with internet drama. Internet, uh, eh? Of course, like I've said before, I'm aficionado of people arguing on the internet. It's my favorite thing. It's my main source of entertainment. Income. Um, but that also, also, sweet. you're always like, if ever I get into a Twitter beef, you're like, why are you arguing with this? I know person? you're, I you're the never. first. You're the first one to ask, and I'm like, I think I thought you were like, I thought this was your jam, man. Come on. Well, well yeah, for, some, for some reason, he thinks highly of you and doesn't want you to stoop to that level. No, he does not. No, he absolutely <laughs> does I'm not. Trying that to be is generous bullshit. here. None of us think highly of you. I'm just trying. I, you I'm want aware. me to be nice, oh, and then when I, I'm nice, you disagree. Dan, with none me. of this needs to be said. Like the listeners know, I know, y'all know. Like this is obvious. Bonos, bonos. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I don't. Know. I, I think it's maybe kind of like peeking into a different dimension of like people arguing. Like I would never do this in my That's life. Fair. That's fair. That's like, fair. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so there is a phenomenon, and it's not just an internet thing. I've seen people do this like in real life. So I follow a few people that their main thing is just like arguing on the internet with random people. And some people like almost have like a name for themselves. <laughs> uh, but there's like, uh, there's one guy in particular that like his, like his style of arguing is just to like bowl you over and like not be really honest or give you a chance. It's, it's the best. I don't know how to explain it. It's just a complete shit show. It's like a fucking Jerry Springer episode. So, uh, there's a thing, and I've noticed like people in real life will do this too. So he does a thing where he'll like uh, do loaded questions as like his jam, like you know when when did you stop beating your wife kind of thing, and it's like every single conversation he has has this, and he like bowls over people and talks them, and like they can't get a word in edgewise, but he likes to pretend like he's open to criticism. So he's like, you know, if you have a problem with me. You can just, like, I'm open, I'm here, I'll listen to it. And somebody's like, well, you know, you used a lot of loaded questions, and, you know, you kind of bull people, you don't let people talk a lot. And he's like, well, name a single time when I've ever done that. And it's like every on-record argument he has, he does it every single time. And so the person talking to him, it's like, it's, so, it's happened so many times they don't have an example, a specific example. So he's like, well, see, you don't have an example of me ever doing that. Have you ever like? And I've experienced this with people before. They do something a lot so often that you're like, "Well, you know, you do this thing a lot." And they're like, "Say, name one single time where I've ever done that." Right? My wife says that to me a lot, all the time. (laughs) So you don't even have a specific example. So there you go. I don't really do that thing that you're saying. Sometimes it's it's the instances you're talking about. 
It kind of depends. It's like, uh, yeah, I unload the dishwasher sometimes. And if, if, you know, if the other person says, name a single time you've ever unloaded the dishwasher. Well, that's like, that's, that's like a mundane task that you don't take note of the time and date, you know, that's, that's, that's like a, uh, uh, do what? Wednesday and Tuesday. Please edit that out. What are you (laughs) saying? No, 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 leave it in. Leave it in. (laughs) Wednesday. Friday. Mundane, Tuesday. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> Jesus! It was just, I, you, I, I wish you wouldn't have explained it because that just made it worse. I that made it, it so much worse. Uh, I said it was a mundane task, <laughs> and jo- oh, yeah, okay. Josh yeah, starts right. naming the days of the week. <laughs> just another manic mundane. I'm uh, never no, no, Josh, back no, here. put that fucking pen down. You're not taking a note to edit that <laughs> no, out. That's yeah, not a, really that's not a big edit. We're leaving no. it in. You're, you're going to you sit, sit in your own You filth. shit your pants just then. You got to sit in it now. That's I didn't your write punishment. any notes this time again. So. <laughs> um, so, yeah, for instances like that, I would, I would say also the, like, uh, it, it's always like a, a, uh, uh, <sighs> It kind of gives up the the person that's that's like that's telling you to do that. It gives up their tactic. Like it's an obvious thing to say is like name a single time this has ever happened, because uh, you're you're putting the onus on them to go back like through like like you're implying that they are paying so much attention to you that they're documenting every instance right. of their online interactions or real world interactions um yeah i don't know it's it's but isn't this clearly this guy's that's like his bit right kind of this, this is also kinda, so very yeah. vague that it's hard to talk about right I don't, and, I, I'm and not that, sure that's partially my fault because i don't want to like fucking beetlejuice this guy and like mention who it actually is because like i said before i think there's like a, a you know them in real life or just on no, the, the, no he's like a well-known <laughs> online arguer guy <laughs> but it, it's like uh <laughs> you know i've I said before that ben I, shapiro I, are we talking about ben shapiro not far off but <laughs> are you talking about debate me bro like is it like it might not a, be a name that you would even know He's the uh, he's the most well known online. Uh, well, I guess it depends on what level guy. of well known. You know, there's levels. Sure, yeah, this yeah. might be a dark corner of the internet. Yeah, but. you're you're an aficionado in this, so we're just like regular folk. All right, so, yeah. like, give, us his, give us his name and then bleep it out. Okay, so his name's and he specifically argues for Christianity. <laughs> and okay. he he thinks that all atheists are lying about being atheists. <laughs> it's really funny. It sounds more hilarious Say that than to it my is. mom's face, motherfucker. <laughs> As aficionado of people arguing online, uh, the 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 total shit show that it is is just like mwah to me. It's like you really just found line. this guy. Yeah. Like this guy isn't like even big. Like how many followers? Well, it depends. Got? It depends on. You know, and it's funny. Well, so you can't have. I'm about to just have a whole fucking corner based on this guy. So he doesn't ha- have followers. Well, I mean, he does have followers, but in a weird sense because he has to move to different platforms because he insists on having the ultimate mod powers. Because if people, he if he can't over talk people, 
then he complains about them over-talking him, and then he boots them. Nine times out of ten, if he has an argument with somebody, he bans them, you know, because he thinks that they're lying atheists, or he thinks that they're over-talking him. <laughs> it's really Where does he mainly bizarre. post on? Yeah, I'm looking, at, I'm looking at this dude's page, too, and it's like, has he been kicked off of Twitter several times? Uh, I don't know if he was ever on Twitter. Yeah, it looks like he is, but like yeah, I don't know how he much is. he uses. He's it. got like I mean, two hundred followers. Yeah, uh, which means yeah, it's easy so, to ratio him. So it w- it was all the uh, the debate or the debate channels that you could speak on. You know that you could actually talk to somebody on. Uh-huh. Uh, so, so I think there was like Pal Talk was one, and then Discord. But he couldn't do Discord because like he wasn't like the ultimate mod power person. Like, because people that were the mods were like, well, you have to give the other person a chance to talk, and you can't just ban everybody who isn't having the conversation the way you want. And so now he moved to Clubhouse as his jam. And in Clubhouse, everybody's kind of like a moderator of their own tiny room. Yeah, so it's like it's like starting a control. space on Twitter, it's like Twitter Spaces or right, like it's starting exactly your own like Twitter Spaces. Yeah. Okay, so so, so you can this mute guy, and kick anybody off so, at any so time. Here, here's the thing, though. This guy is not a debater, then. He's not, he's not like, well, what, you what could ask him that. No, master I, 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 he, he is not in charge of what he actually is. Like his, his, you like actions speak louder than words. You can call yourself whatever you want to, but if, if you, like a if reverend. In, yeah, exactly. You can call yourself a reverend. You can call yourself. You don't have um, to earn the right to be a, a reverend. doctor. Aren't we know, all like, reverends? Did we, I know we've talked about that. Yeah. I think we're all, I don't, uh, I don't think I am. Uh, you never, never, never got ordained. No. Maybe I did like so we long ago. Get and I lost everything. Okay, so <laughs> okay, that, that's not what we're talking about. Yeah. Uh, so this guy is doing the classic uh, conservative radio thing, and where you somebody calls in and they have a different opinion, and you talk over them, and then you cut the line off. That right. is for that's not what you're you're not debating there. And, and what you're doing, and even your, your audience will say, yeah, that guy's an incredible debater. He will say that he's a debater. But that's not what it is. And 99% of the time, it's, it's pro wrestling. It is. Yeah, right. Uh, you, it's performative. You have, it's performative. He yeah. knows he's not debating. But what he's doing is, is giving his fans and people that think have the same opinions as him, the satisfaction of hearing somebody cut off mid rebutting what they're saying. That is the, that's the performance. That's the performance right there. You know, so that, that also leads me to think of like, this might be a kind of existential issue. Like, am I a fan of this guy? Like if, if you, I mean, I, it's, I mean, it's, I it's seek like, out his content and I am yeah, entertained by it. <laughs> it's it's kind of like the you know the the phenomenon that happened to Howard Stern in the '90s is like uh, people that like Howard Stern listen for what was it that scene in the movie where like 20 minutes people that hate him listen for an hour and a half or something. Yeah, uh, right. it's the the hate listening, the hate watching and stuff is a very real phenomenon. We talked about that early on in this show with Steven Crowder and his dipshit stuff. It's like it it doesn't matter if you hate him; he knows what. <laughs> What he's doing looks ridiculous. He's not he's not stupid enough to think that he looks cool, but the people that are making fun of him are giving him the same amount of attention and the same amount of of uh uh, uh basically revenue, ad revenue when you yeah. look up his shit, when you he's share stup- his stuff, when stupid you stupid all the way to the bank. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and and the old redneck saying if it's dumb and it works, it ain't dumb, you yeah, know? Right. It's it's sorry, but that's the that's the ecosystem we live in when it comes to online content. That's just a fact 
yeah, it's, it's funny you were talking about uh, like conservative talk radio hosts do exactly what this guy does. The difference, though, uh, with this guy, he will say, I'm muting you now, or I am kicking you off. Uh, you know, I, I, I again, aficionado of listening to people argue on the radio, too. The conservative talk show hosts, like the Mark Levins and stuff, they will yeah. all not mention the fact that they're mute. Like, if you listen, you can tell what's happening. If yeah. you listen to enough hours like I did, like, you can tell that they're muting the people, but they don't say that. Like, it sounds like Some they're of having them, a normal I've, conversation with, you know. I've heard, I've heard it back and forth. Like, like Neil Bortz, when he used to be played, on, you know, on the big talker here in town, he will, he would say, like, he would, because the guys that do that make a big show of it. They flex that, like, uh, you have no power here, yeah, you right. know, liberal commie or whatever the fuck, that, that, you know, stupid insult that they were throwing. <laughs> they would, they would flex the fact that like you know you're in my thunderdome now i control these you know like they they make it they they use all these uh physical analogies for pressing a button that's like the weakest shit in the world you know what i mean <laughs> yeah. like you know they, they make it sound like it's like this huge flex you know and they're macho sure they for get it. off on the power when it, exa- oh they def- definitely get off on it but they make it that because they know what they're doing is sitting behind a microphone and just and and pressing a, the mute button and it's the it takes absolutely no physical prowess whatsoever they tried that's why steven crowder wears the pistols in all of his videos right <laughs> yeah. because he's on uh, he's a video nerd just like everybody else is in this this ecosystem but wrapped up in the conservative ideology is the idea of physical prowess of of physical dominance right so he has to wear the guns in order to compensate psychologically for just being a a microphone bitch like the rest of us well but why whenever there is a debate or even debate in quotes i do feel like the scientist or whatever they have on like are really bad at like kind of butting in themselves like they want to give all of the real information about like well when a zygote splits between and you're like dude shut the fuck up and just like say something straightforward but like you can't um, you can't yeah but they never try to do it back you know i I disagree i think they're trying i just think it's it's the gish gallop the the person (sighs) the person you're arguing with is not arguing in good faith in the first place they front load then why don't you do that back (laughs) because <laughs> you do it to us all the time, so why couldn't it's more people be like you? Right? Yeah, the because you can you can the gish gallop is not in good faith. If you want the person to to respond in bad faith, then sure. <laughs> a gish gallop, yes. <laughs> not not even that they have to respond in bad faith. I guess what would you're right in that what would happen is they would just cut them off. Like if this were Fox News and they yeah, started, they'd be no, like, "We're out yeah. of time." You know, yeah. like uh, no, 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 you don't even no, no. For for the conservative talk radio, like you don't say that you're out of time. The power in muting you, like. What that signifies to their audience is that what this person is saying is incorrect, and I'm not going to let that get out to my audience. And their audience eats that up and says, like, the audience isn't listening for a balanced discussion in the first place. They are listening because they're fans of the person talking, and they want to hear them stick it to the person that's trying to rebut their argument. Yeah, but I feel like uh, people on the left usually go on, not all of them, but kind of the classic way that always ends up happening is they go in there in good faith and then they just give all of the facts and then it's like like 
I don't know. I wish that people would kind of like fight back and they don't have to like lie like, you know, people on the right may be tend to do. But it's like you got to give it back some because usually it's like, you know, some scientist that just wants to talk about all this stuff like they they don't fight back in any sort of way a lot of times. Again, I do like like you're going into an unlevel playing field. Uh, like if, if you're the scenario that you're talking about, which is like somebody on the other side of an argument going to a, on a conservative radio show or a conservative television show, it's not equal footing in the first place. The, uh, your entire audience is fans of the host in the first place. So the host, even if they respond in a ridiculous way, in a ridiculous fashion, it feeds into their fandom no matter what they do. They're not going to end up looking like they got owned on their own show. It'll never happen. And their fans will never admit to it happen. Like their fans do not believe the argument, the rebuttal to whatever host is, is, you know, uh, whose show it is. Well, we need to figure out how to do it. We're going to figure it out. Okay. All right. We're we're, going to do it. We're going to figure it out. we'll, We'll sell our secrets to. You know, whoever goes on these it's kind like, of shows. It's like, I think we talked about it. It's like when Steven Crowder got ambushed on that one show by that dude. I don't even remember Sam his Cedar. name. Sam Cedar. He immediately hung up. He, like, he pretended he had like an internet connection. Steven Crowder's fans didn't go, oh my God, Crowder got owned. They go, he had a bad internet connection. Like, there's no, <laughs> like, uh, like, there's never, you're never going to get people that don't want to be convinced that our, aren't actually open to changing their minds to admit. That's why engaging in any of this shit, like trying to well, own these people, here we go. that's why you should just send them anime porn of like, of like, Homer, like, like yeah, exactly. <laughs> Ryan Ryan's engaged in the conversation now. Like you should just send on. them send them pig poop balls. Like these people aren't doing it to actually like have a conversation. That's not what they're doing. So you're telling me that the Wi-Fi crowder went down. <laughs> what? Uh, I don't oh, know. Oh, oh crowd! Okay, Fuck. No, that crowd, was good. It just that was good. It. We're just we're <laughs> like yeah. Um, uh, so he's a new router. So uh, if I got they, if these people, uh, if like Fox News or the Internet Christian atheist debaters, if they had a uh, calm and fair debate where they each gave each other appropriate time and we're, we're open-minded enough to consider the other side. I yeah. wouldn't give a fuck about it. I wouldn't I would, watch it, it either. It wouldn't even cross my mind to care to listen to Which is to why, it. why it's pro wrestling. There's a, <laughs> it exactly. is exactly pro wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I want it to be a fucking Jerry Springer show. I want yeah. people to yell at each other and be bad faith actors in it. And as long, <laughs> as, long as you realize that what you're watching is entertainment and not oh, of actual... Yeah, is, if, that's, if that's the approach that you take, then yeah, absolutely go for it. But like, <laughs> actually trying to get at the root of like, you know, this person got... Nobody got owned. Nobody got owned. Nobody got put in their place. Nobody right. got rebutted to. Nobody got anything like the, the It's not. It's a completely uh, fake, uh, like just a completely false premise to think that any of this shit is like actually being uh, debated in good faith. Do, do you know who Charlie Zelenoff is? Fuck no. Uh, so he's a boxer. Well, he is a boxer. He's like an amateur boxer. Oh, I know who you're... Okay. I, the, the troll. The troll. Yeah, guy. well, yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. does he think he's a troll? I mean, 
it's hard to say. Well, I guess was like I mean, boxers have brain things. damage, so you never know. Well, this <laughs> guy true. went into it with the brain damage, I think, because he's like, so he uh, just shit talks and and shit talks like professional. Yeah, boxers, yeah. and he's like, "Look, I'm undefeated." Like, I think he shit talked Dante Wilder, which is just, I, you know what? Like, at to, at a certain point, it's like kudos to you, Charlie, because that, like, there's that, there's no, like, I don't even know. This is just asking to like to seriously get hurt, like so, to seriously get hurt. Yeah, which is crazy. He never has, and he still considers all of his his interactions a win. Right. But what he does, he's like, "Hey, let's go spar." We'll just like keep it simple. We'll keep it mellow. Yeah. Like no nothing like uh, official or anything. And then like they'll go to spar, and he fucking comes at them before like even the bell starts and starts fucking wailing on him for real. And yeah. then they're like, "What the fuck are you doing? I'm not gonna fight you because you're crazy." And he's yeah. like, "One, that's one more win for me, undefeated." Yeah. yeah. And so he can go be like, "I beat this famous boxer," you know? Right. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so it used to be that these guys, I mean, I, I just sound like an old man at this point. It used to be that these guys, uh, would just end up, you know, being your local weirdo that, you know, you told your, you know, you and your friends grew up hearing about and like maybe run into on occasion. And now that he has like, you can have a YouTube channel, you can have a Twitch stream, you can have like Twitter account, Instagram, all that shit. Um, you can make money off of it. You can like, like. It, it almost it almost transcends past the point of whether he thinks he's a troll or not. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't like, really matter. It, it, it adds to the allure of it. It's like does he is he really convinced that he is a good fighter? Um, it it like it just makes you sit there and like argue with your friends and like watch the next video and so on and so forth. And I'm not saying that there's anything inherently wrong with that, but. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I would say I would say the result and the, the it, again it kind of blurs the lines between whether it matters if he's a troll or not. Uh, the result is kind of the same. I should send you videos to uh, Bloodstained Lane, who um, I think was like the first example I can remember of something like that. Where he, he, I mean, he's mostly irrelevant now, but he was a big name in the MMA community, uh, and I don't. I, I'm pretty sure he never really thought he was a troll because he was making videos like, you know, eviscerating UFC fighters and showing off like shadow boxing techniques and like, what's up, John Jones? What's up, GS? What's up, GSP or goddamn sleeping pill, as I call you? And it's just like, uh, goddamn like, sleep. That's such a that's such a, a a reach of a insult. Yeah, that's really that's yeah. funny. Well, he went and went full on like scorched earth like right-wing conspiracy nut uh and he still uploads to his youtube channel which i'm still subscribed to but he puts a video out maybe like once every four or five months but he was saying like oh like 50 shades of gray is the number one selling book in america it's like no wonder we've turned into a country of heathens and ignored the holy bible <laughs> yeah, it sounds like my kind of guy for sure. <laughs> yeah, does he just more more? Does he have open cons- discussions with people on the internet? I think usually he just blocks people immediately, or he'll type back and be like, "You're a, like he called Will Smith a cuck and shit like that." And I was just like, "Oh god!" I mean, him, him and ninety eight percent of the rest of the yeah. world. I'll like, see if I can send you some of his shit. Uh, he was doing like a uh, 
big like Christian apologist video talking about like why evolution's phony, like no, not all living creatures actually like have some, like not all things are sentient. And you like go and like arguing with a trash can. It was just, it, <laughs> okay. This, this, sound, sounds, this is my this, jam. This is like my comedy here. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so they're uh, kind of on the other end of what we were talking about. So Mel Gibson was on Jesse Waters's show on Fox. Have y'all seen this clip? No, no. So he it's was like, like no. he started going into, they were just having a discussion about uh, Mel Gibson's new movie, I guess. And they were just chatting about that. But then he kind of, Jesse Waters, like shifted it over to, hey, so what do you think about uh, Will Smith and the Academy? Some people are saying, and I think started was going into like asking like, oh, if they make him resign. And some people are talking about how other people need to resign. That's what I believe he was going to go into. And then just all on Mel Gibson's end, he starts like smiling and kind of laughing. But he like someone muted him. And then a voice comes up, and you're like, sorry, Jesse, we're out of time. And then he kind of, like, waves, and then, like, he's like, oh, I guess he's uh, he's he's off now. Because they were like, we're not having that fucking conversation at all. You know, because people were saying, like, oh, well, if Will Smith has to resign and all that stuff, then why you not? Do you do, know? too, motherfucker. Yeah. And Mel Gibson's just like, nope, not talking about that. You know, I've skated sort of by on all of this stuff, and I am I know now that not to engage, you I'm know. I'm going to get a job uh, in Black 4. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I am oh, hanging I on. Shit. Yeah, it does, does international. It? Yeah, Mel, uh, oh, yeah, Mel, came Mel Black. Mel and Black. <laughs> but yeah, even uh, so, that was like a that's like a different kind of example of it. But he was like, nope, not taking that bait. Like you know, or their publicist was like, boop, you know, hit the button. <laughs> um, so yeah, but yeah, but fuck Mel Gibson. Uh, but I'll still watch but whatever. Fuck him. But yeah. fuck him. Mel, yeah, I'm but still fuck gonna Mel watch kind of in the way that you probably still like, gonna watch Men in Black Beyond Thunderdome. <laughs> I'm gonna watch Mel Gibson movies, um, and I know he's a piece of shit. So you why, know. why did you need to make that? De- you could have just ended the story and the thing. I'm that gonna watch you, Mel you Gibson. Didn't movies. Have to, <laughs> you didn't have to plant the your world flag. needs to know. I'm yeah. gonna watch him. That's a weird. Him. Okay, thou doth protest a little too I'm much. I'm gonna Josh. watch him, but God love him. God, um, <laughs> um, which which God are we talking about here? The one true God. Okay. Let me now bow your heads. What would our ideal sponsor be Mel for the show? Josh, for the fucking love of God, <laughs> shut the fuck up about Mel Gibson. Um, Jesus Christ. A blimpy. Blimpy subs? <laughs> I missed it. What was what was the question? Uh, what would what would your ideal sponsor for our show be? Ooh. Who like if you could have anybody sponsor the show? Pat Kabbalah. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, that'd be sick. Well, hey, Ashley, I heard you listening to podcasts these days. 
<laughs> That's right, Pat. I've been listening to this show called Jort Center in my new Honda CRV 2022. <laughs> it's got Bluetooth speakers. Hey, my grandson Pat. showed me how to listen to podcasts in my new car. I don't. I don't think Pat does Honda anymore. He's on to something else. What these days. the fuck? Are you serious? Ew, I yeah. gotta go. Wait, did Pat I'm Kamala what about the No, no, no. He just works at a different dealership. <laughs> okay. What? Pat Cabal, I'm looking it up right now. I've never um, known how to spell his last name. He changes oil at Pat's tire now. Oh no! <laughs> what is? How do you spell his? How do you spell his name? Okay, I just searched Pat Kabbalah Honda and Coastal Kia came up. There so you go. So maybe I guess he's, he works he's in for Kia. Kia now? These days. Okay. Hmm. Oh, oh, it's K O B A L L A. Okay. Yep, Coastal Kia. That's where he's at. That's that's it, and it's really it's sad because it, it, not only does he work there, he's n- he's like not like the figurehead like he was for like it, he's not the face Stevenson of Honda. Honda. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Damn, Kabbalah. What did he do? Let's see. Wow, he does not look like what I thought he would look like. <laughs> yeah, at all. what did he do? He he has to like be out of the spotlight. He looks like a high school principal. <laughs> I wonder if he got into some shit. Well, I mean that is why I'm wanted by federal authorities. Oh, this is funny. Uh, th- I just found this website called, let's see. Well, it says 247sports.com, but the header at the top says Inside Carolina. Um, and the subject is like a, a message board from 2016. Wilmington Pat Kabbalah radio ads. Does he still do commercials talking to Ashley on the phone, the college student who, for various reasons, bought a new car from him about once a month? <laughs> <laughs> So, oh man, I'm glad other people were obsessed with this as Spoiler well. Spoiler alert. If you don't know what we're talking about, if you just started listening, uh, Pat Caballo was a local like dealership manager here that did this whole long, drawn-out story where Ashley got her first car from Stevenson Honda and then uh, graduated, went to college, started a family, um, retired, went into an uh, assisted living facility, <laughs> and then uh, uh, had and her she hearse. needed a new car and, 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 every and then, step and along the way. Had, had a Honda pickup truck carry her coffin to the graveside. Yeah, um, Pat Cavalli <laughs> never aged. You signed yeah. a yeah, Pat- agreement. You can't get out of this, Ashley. Yeah. <laughs> Pat Kabbalah like, is actually Satan. He's the, he's the life devil. He's like, give me your adrenochrome, <laughs> Ashley. It's a pact with Pat. Oh, <laughs> you told me I could have your firstborn. <laughs> <laughs> now, with oh, him man. going to Kia, do you think he's found a new young lady to torment? Um... I mean, I, look, well, I've Ashley worked, was pretty sold on Hondas. I've worked at a car dealership for a long time. I can tell you most of the men there will find a young lady to torment. I ain't, uh, I ain't that's mad. just because most of them are pieces of I shit. I imagine that uh, the reason why Ashley was getting a new car every month is that she was returning every car the way that if you <laughs> like, so we have something that goes on at, at and it doesn't happen as frequently anymore because we start calling people out on it, but somebody would buy a book from uh, my job and they would bring it back like a week later and they'd be like, I want to return this book. And I'm like, well, why is that? And they're like, Oh, I, I don't need it anymore. And I was like, I'm like, <laughs> cause you're right. Yeah. I'm like, and like there was a lady who brought the, her kids in and did that. She would buy like four or five books at a time and then come back like a week later and be like, I don't need them anymore. And she started doing this in a repeating pattern. And we were like, I don't think she knows how, what a library is. 
<laughs> yeah, so, I was about to say like it, it seems yeah. like so much less hassle, yeah. and then maybe so, there's less that or so much readers. more more hassle. Yeah, so I remember uh, than one, just of the, going to yeah, one of the managers came in and was like, "Okay, you can't keep doing this. Like, I mean, it's it's it affects like our numbers, and it's just ultimately like a really like kind of a shitty thing to do." So it really, it really fucking sucks. Like, and this is just a larger discussion about, you know, just corporate structure and, and capitalism in general. But like, yeah, you're right. Like I get your manager, like being annoyed at this. It, it doesn't hurt any of y'all. Like it, it doesn't hurt the company at all. Like they have a return policy. And if the yeah. person is like inside the return policy, then technically they're not doing anything wrong either. Right. Like you can, yeah. you can talk about ethics or like the morality of it, but also this is a giant faceless corporation who gives a fuck uh but also the because of something that you can't control because of the corporate return policy it does affect your numbers and you get reprimanded for like having too many returns and it's like this is not anything i, I can't control somebody making a purchase and then bringing it back weeks later and then having to destroy the merchandise because it's like you know it's not resellable or whatever would anyone it even sucks. notice like in the sense of like if you like you would know like you know, but I feel like someone looking at the numbers at a corporate level would they they don't know that that return is any different than any normal return. So, it I as a manager well, they, I wouldn't say what the return was in reference to. I wouldn't well, give that, a shit. That's, I don't I don't think I don't think that's what happens. Usually it's just like a percentage. It's like like we uh, like if you do a thousand dollars in sales and then somebody brings back a hundred dollars in books, like that knocks your numbers down for the day. And then your district manager shows up for the periodic review and is like, why are you know like you need to get your numbers up? Basically, yeah, that. because of things out of your control are you're judged on you know what i mean like it's it that's the fucked up part is that in retail specifically you have no control over whether a customer decides to bring something back destroy something like steal shit how many people no come in for a day and spend money because that it fluctuates naturally it's like a lot of times 100 like, sales 100%. are down y'all like sorry. If, you, if you don't have foot track what do you want me to do like force people inside the store at gunpoint right. we, yeah. you know we'd love to give you all raises at the same rate of inflation but the numbers are down and it's your guys job to sell things and so yeah yeah and you have no control like i I used to manage a gnc in monkey junction and we would have foot traffic and like natural like parking lot traffic because we had other giant stores well then they all moved across the street and we were there alone so like you had to make a very specific destination to get to our store i have no control over the lease agreement for the rest of the fucking shopping mall but i was bitched at because numbers were down and it's like, what in the fuck am I supposed to do about this? Yeah, I'm like, there is literally no no stand outside with signs saying like, you know, like we sell books. I mean, <laughs> if they do, then that's I guess on corporate to kind of supply that sign spinner guy. But that's not <laughs> your responsibility unless they tell you that you should be spinning the sign. Uh, but, well, when they used to do the uh, Jeffrey the Giraffe stuff at Toys R Us, they were like, one of you has to get inside that thing. I was like, I'm not fucking getting inside that thing. <laughs> Oh, 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 I thought you meant like in a making love kind uh, of. No, right. apparently. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right, fuck that Sorry. <laughs> I want to see Ryan stand outside the pet store and spin a uh, like a forty pound bag of dog food. <laughs> <laughs> with, uh, uh, or no, 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 Ryan, if you go out there with the biggest bag of dog food and do like wrestling moves to it, like suplexes and like stone cold stunners. Rink. 
I yeah. would only shop at your store, man. I, I seriously like. Yeah, we're all moving to your area. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I will uh, online order real quick. My wife's company, um, she works for some like medical company, but they were like, they had a meeting and they were talking about like record profits or whatever. And then they were like, but your sector hasn't performed as well as uh, we thought. And so you're not getting the bonuses that we promise. But our company overall has had record profits. <laughs> so now she's not getting the bonus. That wow, kind of part of the reason she took the job. Um, so it's like, why don't you just not lead with the first part? Like we uh, probably as, could have as, accepted the second part because corp- because the corporate structures are designed to. Uh, like to make you feel bad about things that are outside of your control as justification for why they're not going to to do something for you to like give you a raise or a bonus or something. Yeah, if like people that, if people treated people halfway decent, then I know that's not going to happen. But uh, then I feel like you could almost manipulate your employees more if you were nicer to them. Manipulate's not the right word. Manipulate's like, not the right word, but you are correct. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's like if you right. treat them better, you'd be like, oh, I'm, I'll work you know, off the clock. I mean, I'm salaried. That's, but. that's entirely what the, the old cliche, you attract more flies with honey than vinegar means. Then why don't like, people do that? Because that's not, the, because the, the like, shit rolls downhill is also a cliche that people subscribe to, and, and the, the negative aspects of workplaces like like I'm getting abused by my boss so I'm the boss in this situation and I'm going to abuse the people under me that is also a thing yeah, what I, I say I is more agree. pizza parties and more like nerf gun wars you know like we all see through it <laughs> but in a lot of senses I'd prefer that bullshit to like the kind of like oh our numbers are it's like just give yeah, me some pizza yeah. you know you'll like you can grease me up a little bit more to stay later you know I forgot that Vic, Vic joined late, so I was thinking like I uh, wasn't wasn't thinking about Do you actually got that how poem? long we've been recording. Yeah, so I have a poem here by Mel Gibson. Ooh. <clears throat> uh, but it's not that Mel Gibson. It's somebody whose name is Mel Gibson. Melanie Gibson. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is I. I mean, it is maybe. Uh, I'd say a woman in her fifties, maybe. Why are we uh, giving so much airtime to an anti-Semite? This is, we don't know if is, she's an anti-Semite. She might be. This is very weird. So anyway, uh, this poem is called KOA. I believe it's about KOA campgrounds. The campgrounds? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Virginia, Spotsy, KOA. Our favorite cabin in the woods where our family liked to play and escape our neighborhood. Those days in June were quite refreshing. It was easy to feel revived, like my soul and nature began meshing the moment we arrived. <laughs> Soft breezes would fill the air and enchant my very being. Sounds of the city cannot compare to the tune that the winds did sing. The smell of s'mores and campfire would set my mind at ease. In the night, the moon grew higher. At last, I slept in peace. She should have said in peace. I know. (laughs) She had a little bit of Eminem rhymes going on in there. Yeah. Okay, I, I actually have something uh, that I just got texted that I, I would like to read as well. 
um, an additional thing to read out. Is it from Ryan? Uh, no, it's from Mark. Uh, oh, good. <laughs> uh, me and uh, him and Steve, uh, another patron, have a group chat. Um, and he's... <laughs> Rub it in, why don't you? <laughs> <laughs> he just texted us. He said, guys, I got laid last night, but something happened. She got a bloody nose during... And it looked like the Godfather horse scene. So that was odd. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> and I replied, what the fuck? I, I actually replied exactly like that. What the fuck? I said, I'm recording George Center. Can I bring this up? And he said, yes. <laughs> so that's the only reason Very I'm good. including that. I, uh, I did yeah. find a poem as well that I thought was very interesting. Um, it's, he's only, he only goes by the initials of... Uh, SFO. Um, but it reads as I don't want to waste my time, become another casualty of society. I'll never fall in line, become another victim of your conformity, and back down. That's beautiful, That's man. Yeah. That's good. Good stuff. It's a good way to go out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Are we done? I suppose. <laughs> Ding. Ding. Yeah, I don't think anybody's ever beat anybody's ass in an Avenged Sevenfold t-shirt. <laughs>